and we're back. Episode seventy-seven. Hear that car racing past I, my I house just did. as we start recording. <laughs> like, and we're off. Attention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, what gets cut out of the episode is every time we start a new episode of Inane Blather, I fire a starting shot, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not a cap gun. I'll say there are uh, myriad holes in my ceiling of different myriad sizes. Holes. Yes. Um, there's a name. There's a plethora of holes. <laughs> That's your stage name, myriad, Miriam Holes. But uh, anyway, <laughs> it's episode of 77 of Vanine Blather, just a unresearched, stupid, repetitive mm-hmm. reminder. Stupid, repetitive. A, a reminder that <laughs> capitalism <laughs> is bad. And also mm-hmm. that we hate all the Muslims. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, what the hell are you talking about? No, but actually, it's brought to you by not just us, but all of us. Our entire inane gather. Mm-hmm. The the big oh the a, big us a writhing mass of uh, headstrong, stubborn, quibbling, self-centered, vindictive, obnoxious, hormonal, sexually preoccupied, evil, thieving, cross-dressing jerks. And if you're not a jerk, you don't belong. <laughs> you, get out of here, you jerk! Yeah, get oh, wait, out of no, here, you in. non-jerk! Yeah. <laughs> get out of here, you sweet, sweet man! <laughs> I feel like that's a funny, like a jerk, like the way, like it as like an insult, kind of like how it's evolved. Like this jerk over here, you know, not like <laughs> get a load of this so jerk. Much, like kind of like not like a so much of an asshole. Like I would think, man, what a jerk! Just like some this guy, kind of like this bozo. Yeah, yeah <laughs> bozo. Like yeah. <laughs> you know, my uh, my favorite just insult lately, um, and it's funny how I don't want to limit myself with PC nonsense, but it really made me think uh, when people start saying, I mean, of course, you stop calling people the R word because it's ableist. And then sure. the conversations go to where it's like, People are like, yeah, don't call someone a psycho when they're acting psycho because of this and that, because of stigmas. Mm-hmm. Don't call someone a lunatic because of this history behind the word. Don't call someone until or an idiot. You don't call someone mm-hmm. stupid, blah, 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 blah. When it's just like, I'm just firing something off here and saying what I think. Um, but it makes me think about it. And my mm-hmm. favorite that, you know, you don't call someone a bitch. Especially if it's a woman, doesn't matter Speak if they're being yourself. a bitch. Yeah. It's uh, it's misogynistic. <laughs> All of these different connotations to insults. Loser, it's the best. What a, what loser. a loser! Yeah, <laughs> even it's like on. I was, I was saying on, it before, uh, like what a Morty. bum. He's like, but I'm like, yeah, loser. bum has a certain thing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> if you're just being a freaking loser, it just it it hits well. It, uh, I feel like it, because that's something that you like have control over. You can be, you know, stop you can being be a, a lot loser. of things down on your yes. down on your luck and stuff, and you're not a loser. Right. People would think that there's, you know, people that are whatever you want to say, not successful in whatever type of ways, and you wouldn't call them a loser. But a loser, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jeff Bezos, he could be a total loser. Yes. Look at that loser. Well, Elon Musk yeah. is. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, stop yeah. being a loser. Yeah, exactly. You don't have You're to such be a, a winner. Loser. You don't yeah. have to be a winner. You just have to not be a goddamn loser about it. You know, stop being a loser about it. Transphobe, what a loser. You know, right winger. Yeah. Mental illness is when you're right wing. 
and you're a loser. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. Oh, um, so how <laughs> has your week been? Uh, you know, it, I guess it just got. Sorry, I'm not even going to let you answer. Um, <laughs> because Who are you talking to me, yeah. you're a loser. No, <laughs> because uh, I was just going to say that. It just got cut out of what we just recorded and started over. Because <laughs> it sucked. Because, yeah, because it sucked and it sounded horrible. At least it was only like a minute long, but uh, not your fault. But man, I feel so thrown off for some reason recording one day later than what we had been doing. <laughs> yeah. Then suddenly I'm like rushed in here. It's like, my stomach doesn't feel right. I, was, I had to get to work early today for a stupid, stupid loser training <laughs> session. Meeting for losers. <laughs> yeah, so the training session for losers, as we all are. At least I wasn't the only one. But uh, yeah, all 77 of you people... Losers, <laughs> yeah. But how how was how was your I past week? Is. I know you you had you were out of the home. I was I was uh, down house sitting for a friend. Um, down house in Tacoma, sitting. yeah, and dog sitting. That was uh, mm. it was really nice. Some big big dogs, Bernie's <laughs> Mountain Dogs. Big dogs. It was like a yeah. I'm. You know, I love animals. I used to work at a vet clinic and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but I've gotten used to cat life, for sure. It is Shut a lot less up, demanding. <laughs> Shut the hell up, loser. <laughs> Go kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. No, yeah, your cat is awesome, too, though, actually. Yeah, he is. And they're just, like, quiet. And I mean, I mean, he plays a lot. My cat? You know, yeah. Marcel, he like plays fetch and all this kind of stuff, but your cat you know, is way like... more active than my pit bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He really likes to play. But these dogs, you know, you have to like take them for walks and mm-hmm. like uh, they drool and they really shed and oh, they just yeah. like they go outside and they get dirty. Sounds awesome. They come inside <laughs> and like yeah, and they're amazing. Obviously they're so fun and sweet and like goofy and silly and but he's like take gigantic. Some work. Oh man, yeah. they're just like so much more demanding on a day to day like I mean, Marcel loves to be pet and stuff, but he'll just, like, curl up, and he's just, like, purring, like, softly, and just, like, he's so soft and clean all the time. He just stays <laughs> yeah. inside. <laughs> like, he's up just, on my bed. It's and like just, you're just yeah. live subtweeting my life. <laughs> it's like, he's clean. <laughs> he, you know, he does his own thing. Yeah. He takes care of himself. It's like, well, yeah. my big news in my life, I bought a uh, replacement... Uh, waste basket for the bathroom that has a lid on it because of my dog <laughs> every uh, day well, i come home and there was stuff all over the place and she that's knew it she knew it marcel likes to surprise us by tearing up the toilet paper in the bathroom if we're oh gone that's for right like a couple days. i saw a picture he, and i was like he would mm-hmm. get along with wheezy so well yeah, the same hobby. It, but it's so it's not the garbage. It's just toilet paper, like in the rolls that we keep them like in a thing under the sink. But like you can kind of get to it. He like pulls them out and just shreds them. Wow. But Kelsey thinks it's I know that's why that's why we can't <laughs> stop it because we're like, it's just too funny. And Kelsey was like, it's OK. I love surprises. <laughs> so, <laughs> Life is short, like, man. You yeah. Know? He's not like a bad boy. He's just like really 
uh, like a little boy. He's just such a little boy. Oh my goodness. He's like so playful and curious and like not in any way mean spirited. Just like really. And that's one of those things where I don't know. My first thought is like, man, it'd be so funny to be able to like sneak up and see him in the act. Like if he didn't know it and you'd be like, what are you doing, bro? (laughs) He'd be like rabbit kicking with his back legs, like shredding (laughs) toilet paper. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing uh, is that the bathroom garbage is pretty much toilet paper and Kleenex, and that's it. And oh yeah, and, he doesn't uh, do that. But he takes it right off the roll. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Just <laughs> pawing, and yeah. everyone can and see my visual right now. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he's not. He like... just knocks it down onto the ground and then shreds it up. <laughs> and then there's one he's like, like right, Kelsey had like a little thing of yeah toilet paper like from when she was sick or whatever. She like took some up there for her nose, mm-hmm. and it got like a uh, you know put on the ground or whatever. And she like looked under her bed one time. And she's like, yeah, there's like a shredded thing of toilet paper under my bed. <laughs> and it's just a little, not that we're disgusting, little but reminder. Yeah. That he was he here. He had a good time, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. He's like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he did enjoy it too. Well, um, let's see. We already did some Christmas stuff early. We'll get back to it. Um, I wish that I'd actually put a date in my notes because I have one that we missed and I, I just have the note yesterday was world toilet day, but I don't know what day that was. So (laughs) we'll have to, I'm just going to leave it in here till next year. Um, real quick before we get into, um, this fantastic, well done article, uh, in the New York post, um, uh-huh. you know, let me gripe for a you little bit. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where is it? 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 Let me gripe. Oh, wow, that's what? a good one. Except you do it exactly <laughs> the same, so it's hard to tell whether mm-hmm. it's, it's the soundboard or not. Um, what you got? And if I try doing it, it just sounds like. <laughs> 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 no, um, I really thought that one of the few silver linings of covid and the pandemic um Mm -hmm. would be freaking six foot space you know i even said it back then i was like you know one really nice thing now um even having masks or whatever or masks going away when they were like not required anymore i was like it's pretty nice though that we all got used to standing six feet apart in lines because you don't need to be right next to someone and that's finally seemed to have gone away. And it pisses me off because mm. it's like, didn't you like how lines were before? A little extra elbow Just a room? year ago or something? Like, I was sitting in the, out of all places, too. I'm standing in line at the fucking post office. It takes forever. God, I could do an entire <laughs> thing about the post office uh, here in uh, where I have to go. But um, just this long line. And I do my normal thing, which I know I'm going to be in line for about 15 minutes plus. And mm-hmm. I have my work phone and my personal phone next to each other balanced on my clipboard. And I just have an earbud in. I'm listening to Come Town. <laughs> and I open up my crossword and just start doing crosswords, oh, you know? fancy. <laughs> yeah. No, on easy. So I'm just blazing yeah. through them, you know? But uh, <laughs> um, it's just something to do. But then it's like... I felt like the guy behind me was going to give me a tip 
or something like, oh, hey, you know, that's uh, uh, amorous. That's the word for, uh, you know, <laughs> lusting. I'm like, dude, I just kind of turned around and it's like, am I going to have to stand sideways in this line so I don't feel like you're breathing down my neck? Like, is this what the world was like before? I already forgot because (laughs) it's like uh, it's happened to me so many times now. It's always at the post office. There is room for the line, even when it gets very long there. You could fit quite a few people in before it's going to the door. And there's like six people in line and a guy standing two feet away from me just like right next to me yeah like, like uh, do i why? smell that good no <laughs> i'll answer that, that for you no <laughs> but uh and you know why is because there's something on my soundboard like poop in the bed yeah. or something you know <laughs> but uh like women are bitches but have you, <laughs> yeah have you noticed that though like the six foot rule has just gone away I mean, I'm over here on the east side. No one cared about the pandemic stuff, the protocols and all that. I mean, I mean, other places, people are wearing masks anyway. <laughs> but yeah, you I don't mean, it see it over here. To, you definitely still see masks over here, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Um, I feel like, I don't know, maybe there's a little bit less of... I mean, some places are crowded, but uh, yeah, I don't feel like... Usually people are all up in my business like that uh, too much. Over here in Hicktown, USA, it's like (laughs) it's like people are like going out of their way to you know the pandemic's over. It's not coming back. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's flu season, and I just have personal space. Like, how come no Start wearing one... a mask, and then people will stay away from me. Yeah, or they're going to tap me on the shoulder and start asking me questions about it around here. Where do you, yeah, do you like, believe in the pandemic? You know, <laughs> I mean, like, it's stuff because like I that. have COVID. Yeah, yeah, it's because I have cough in their dengue face. fever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have malaria. Ben-gay. Yeah, fever. <laughs> yeah, I have Bengay fever. Because <laughs> I ate a bunch of Bengay. <laughs> and man, I've been running 104 <laughs> for five days, and I haven't been able to take a dump. <laughs> It's just boiling inside me right now. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm really not feeling good about uh, in my neck of the woods where the holiday season is going. I mean, New York, I think, what, 18,000 new cases of COVID have come up or something uh, in the big cities uh, and stuff. It's like, oh my God. And it's just going to spread my, over the holidays. My girlfriend has a COVID right now. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's mm-hmm. just like, even if, I mean, we're all a little better handling it now and so many of us are vaccinated or whatever and you can get a booster, even if it was just just the flu, uh, quote unquote, just the flu sucks ass, okay? I don't want to take yeah. time off to be able to be sick. I want to yeah. have a sick day and take time off when I'm not sick and say that I am sick. So I can stay home and, and play Borderlands all day. Like some people do die from the flu. Yeah, exactly. Like it definitely kills like, people, not just elderly people. But I was just remembering, I think it was like a one year music teacher in Othello that uh, they left after just uh, 
one year of teaching there and they the word got back you know after whatever they died from the flu man like they died yeah, from something like they were like... someone with autoimmune issues and yeah i kind of remember them uh and it just was you know people have their stuff just young people that i mean like wouldn't it's like yeah it's just such a callous response like it's just really interesting <laughs> that that's it's like well it's just like the flu it's like yeah not only does it fucking suck who wants to be sick but people die from yeah. it like do you, well, would I mean, you say not that even just grandmother being caught sick, it and like died? being sick like, from the flu fucking sucks it's it not a cold sucks. jesus yeah. <laughs> yeah it's really like it feels really really bad it like is not in any way like anything you would want for anyone yeah so like let's do our best to make sure that people don't feel that way if we can <laughs> yes. if it's you know it doesn't seem like we're asking too much well, you know people just do not <laughs> economy, agree with you, you there <laughs> yeah well the economy and keeping businesses open has nothing to do with you pressing your balls into my lower back while we're standing in line at the post office. Like, good lord. It's always Yeah. It's always guys too. I don't ever have any hot chicks breathing down my neck. You know? Your vibe attracts your tribe, Doug. <laughs> exactly. I get some strange, you know, uh, guy with a with a Vietnam veteran POW hat on who looks like he's only 39, you know. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, yeah, we had something we were going to go over, but I'm going to actually read through it before we bring it up. Um, I'll, just, I'll just tease it um, mm -hmm. by telling you the title from The Atlantic. Mm -hmm. The title... Inflation is your fault. Oh, that's Subtitle, right. <laughs> if people are mm -hmm. so mad about high prices, why do they keep buying so many expensive things? What a dumb fucking thing to say. And this article is not satire. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, but I wanted to look through, since I'm the resident economist on this podcast, oh, I guess it's only three pages long. It's not that bad, but I just kind of skimmed it before, and I wanted to actually... Use some very basic econ two hundred one shit to. Ooh, two hundred one. Yeah, everyone knows one hundred one. Nice. It's useless. <laughs> supply and demand. You can just say that as a response. Well, you know, supply and demand. It's like <laughs> supply and demand. What? <laughs> it's like that's yeah. econ one hundred one. Well, you know, supply and demand. <laughs> Like, is it though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> that's how it works. That's how that's how the free that's market works. It's supply it and demand. Works. Yeah. What's that's it? how supply and demand works, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, what was the better one that you came across? What's the headline? All right. Okay. Well, um the headline of this, this is a what caught my eye really was the first sentence oh, okay. of this. What's um, the headline, Natalie? <laughs> no. <laughs> the headline of this article, it's an opinion Shut article up. in the New York Post, <laughs> uh, published today by Seth Barron. Uh, New York City's migrant crisis, in quotes, okay. is one of its own making. We cannot house the world. Um, and the first <laughs> <laughs> sentence just really cracked me you know, up. The New York Post um, writers are just a bunch of head bonked individuals. That's just a fact. <laughs> Legit. Uh, it says, and it's like this, you know, this picture, like 
unhoused people, mm. you know. Uh, migrants wait in the cold to go into a shuttered Catholic school on the Lower East Side, sitting out in New caption. York City, you know. like Oh, boy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, so then the first line of this is... Uh, New York City's migrant crisis is turning into something of a Marx Brothers movie, <laughs> only it's not funny and has no end in sight. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Isn't it like... <laughs> so how is it like a Marx Brothers? Are they all filmed in New York? Yeah. Well, it, well, it's because of the I singing. Mean, There's always singing breaks. Yeah. Anything with is the... Harpo? This is what? This is the unhoused <laughs> crisis? Is that That's what it is? Not the immigrant, uh, the, so immig- mi- the migrant, migrant crisis. crisis. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, um, okay, that's what I was saying. But so, they're saying that it's displacing housed people? But, I don't know. So, yeah. The city is facing a massive hotel and food bill for its newest neighbors. At the God. same time, tax revenue has plummeted. Mm-hmm. But instead of pulling in the welcome mat and saying, sorry, no vacancies, we're getting God. ready to cut spending on police, libraries, and other municipal services. Calling the situation a crisis is a misnomer. A crisis comes from something unexpected, like an illness or a widespread financial collapse. But New York City's problem, accepting hundreds of thousands of migrants from around the world (laughs) and taking on the responsibility of feeding and housing them indefinitely, is totally self-imposed. It's like lighting your bed on fire and wondering why the house burned down. (laughs) What? (laughs) Why is it like that? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Like you think they'd at least just take the like the ever so well tread stupid thing of like inviting people into your home, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, well, you just it's like you just have no, you know, just take down your fences and let anyone come in and they could just live there yeah. with you. Where it's like it's not no. like that. It's like lighting your bed on fire and wondering why your house burned down. Yes, it's like lighting your bed on fire. <laughs> Number one, mm-hmm. and wondering why your house burned down. How? Yeah, I don't know why. It's like, <laughs> I guess a crisis. A crisis comes from something unexpected. Is that true? Is that what a crisis is? Um, like, I don't know. But it seems like well, getting pretty nitpicky say, with kind of words. The I guess, Chinese but. word for crisis is the same as the word for opportunity. And then Homer says, "Yeah, Christatunity." <laughs> <laughs> actually that's kind of apocryphal i guess i mean for anyone who knows chinese it's like not really but that's said it's so like often. otherwise it would be the same word <laughs> yeah well they say it, that it is I mean, the maybe same it word is, but, but it's like their language doesn't work the same as ours but anyway yeah so anyway so okay. it's like setting your so, bed on fire mm-hmm. and then wondering okay. why the house burned down so uh-huh did the house what's the house so what is yeah, is that Did New York burn City? Down? Is New York City done for? <laughs> Maybe. But according I, what to I know them. is New York City is nothing without pizza. Is what I know. <laughs> yes. <That's what> give <laughs> us pizza or give us death. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Almost half a century ago, New York, facing a series of public he- public interest lawsuits, agreed to provide shelter to a few hundred homeless hard cases. That original consent decree mushroomed into the multi-billion dollar shelter system that, until just a few years ago, cared mostly for local New Yorkers, especially single mothers and their children, who couldn't afford a place to live. The, quote-unquote, right to shelter 
is totally unique in America. Until recently, no other jurisdiction accepted the premise it is the public's responsibility to house and feed anyone who demands it. Uh... The possibility of abuse has always existed, of course, but was balanced by the fact the shelter system was inconvenient and relatively unpleasant. Oh, uh, yikes. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Yeah, it's like, okay, so that's how you help people is by making your shelter inconvenient and unpleasant. Okay. <laughs> Nobody, the thinking went, was going to take advantage of the city's generosity who didn't absolutely need it as a last resort. That was until Joe Biden came to the White House <laughs> promising to reverse his predecessor's supposedly harsh immigration policy. Yeah. His day one promise Somehow to suspend blaming, deportation. You're just trying to find a way to blame the horrific housing crisis and unhoused population of new york city on joe biden because what because we're letting more immigrants in at the southern border what the fuck are you talking about and it's like yeah anyway okay he and also it's like (laughs) uh it's not the public's responsibility to house and feed anyone who demands it it's like is it really demanding like, is that the right word to use for food? Hey, it's like, supply and demand. <laughs> supply and demand, man. <laughs> so what is it? Yeah, and it's like, and you know what? And if you want to go there, yeah, need more supply. Build more houses. And whether they're migrants or not, give them houses. That's all I know. No. <laughs> How's the people living in the street? Steve Miller said that in like... 1974 all right yeah come on i think it was later than that i don't know maybe it was 1977 it's it's, it's on that album oh maybe it was but probably did we even bring that up at the beginning of this episode or was that what we deleted i don't know this is the 77th episode (laughs) it was in the episode we deleted star wars a new hope this episode is a new hope 77 okay uh side note um how true is that that we're the only place is he saying the united states is the only place that considers i that people have a right to a home but uh, that's definitely 100 percent not true right uh I can't imagine that's true in the United States that we have a right to shelter. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, that's no, why... I think, like, I think the right to shelter is totally unique in America, is what he's saying, that New York City has this oh, right to okay. thing. I, was I say, think that that's I mean, what he's saying, but it doesn't... He, right off the top of my head, it's been done before. Have you ever heard of the United Soviet Socialist Republic? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know how well it worked. Uh, data probably varies, but um, homelessness wasn't really a thing because, you know, it was a socialist republic. I don't know how well it works to just outlaw homelessness and require people to have a place of permanent residence, <laughs> but they did kill that. people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not homeless. Um, okay. So Joe Biden's in office. His day one promise to suspend deportations of illegal immigrants and end the quote-unquote remain in Mexico rule prompted a rush of migrants parroting bogus claims of well-founded persecution. Oh my god. Bad writing and also that's cruel. But millions of people, you know what this guy is? This guy's Seth? He's a loser. What a fucking loser. (laughs) 
Uh, millions of people from all corners of the globe have streamed across the southern border and a solid percentage of them have headed straight to New York City where we were foolish enough to rent entire hotels in the middle of Manhattan to shelter these migrants news quickly spread down the line that New York City where we cared enough to make sure that the free food was culturally appropriate <laughs> and the internet and laundry service was, were prompt was the place to come citation There's, wanted <clears throat> That sounds like a, yeah, that yeah, sounds like a good, interesting article no in the New York it, yeah. Post. Uh, culturally <laughs> appropriate food for people. It's yeah. like, you know, yeah, the, getting the proper amount of protein and fiber is, it's their culture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's an old saying that a luxury indulged in twice soon becomes a necessity. That applies to social services, too. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there, Seth. And say that these social services, like food, is not a luxury being indulged yeah. in twice, motherfucker. It's food. <laughs> it's fucking it's food. food. It's food. For people, including, he's just, is he gonna, maybe you can control F, uh, does the word children come up anywhere in this? Like, we're it talking about a migrant so far, crisis. Yeah. You know how many children we're talking about? The problem isn't that they're coming there, it's that you don't have enough for them. And if you want to make a debate over what to, how to appropriate the resources needed, there's a deba debate to be had and how you're going to come about this and stuff. Number one, just skipping by the fact that, oh, we're renting out an entire hotel for migrants. So you mean to tell me there was, a, there are hotel rooms in and such abundance? Hotels. That, uh, yeah, in empty hotels that these people can be housed temporarily or longer in them. Well, good. They're fucking empty. What are you talking about? Yeah. And I'm sure what if it's a hotel that suddenly gets a contract with the local government to fill all their fucking rooms and get paid. Like, what are you talking about? Win-win. Yeah. And it doesn't say, like, you know, some of these you can... Uh, some of the lines are highlighted so you can click with, like what they're referencing. Mm -hmm. But stuff like, oh, like uh, hotels in the middle of Manhattan, it does not. There is no reference. Like, where is this in the middle of Manhattan? That is hotels, crazy to be know, in the middle about, like, of Manhattan. There's a lot more. Yeah, there's a like lot of other places. Tower. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, at least uh -huh. I, I figured they'd be out in Queens or something. You know? Yeah, it doesn't say where they are. A more so space I wonder what they're run around. I wonder what Seth's definition of the middle of Manhattan is. It is kind of that funny, be... too, because I don't know much about New York City, but I do know that they say Queens, uh, the borough of Queens, is like the most diverse place in America, right? It's, uh, hmm. uh, and just hearing anecdotally, like listening to Stavros Halkias, that's why he moved to Queens. There's like a little, there's these Greek communities and, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, all sorts of different cultures. And he loves it. He's like, oh, all the food, of course, is what he talks about and yeah, stuff. But I, um, I, I think it really is like one of the most culturally diverse places on the planet, probably. I mean, I'm nice. sure if, it, if in yeah. America, then probably in the world for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, instead it's like, you get to fear monger about, uh, number one, that they're in the middle of Manhattan, uh, which maybe cause that's where they have jurisdiction, but also it's like, it's like, yeah, so they're taking the most expensive real estate and giving it to these people. Well, let's look into why this is so expensive for one thing, I know. you know, uh, why it's empty 
and expensive. Um, and of course, it's still very diverse and and uh, could probably use an influx of migrant populations into Manhattan. But uh, I don't know. I'm done a New York guy. I don't know. We'll take we'll I take people no here, but we already do. No one cares. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just uh, yeah. If they're empty, then. What is yeah, like you're saying about the hotel? Yeah, like, who's why, complaining yeah, are here? You gonna think about except that people that don't like than... dirty immigrants is literally all yeah, you mean. Exactly, because he's saying like they have well-founded, you know, oh, persecution so many scare and all this kind quotes. of stuff. The scare yeah. quotes oh, yeah, in the headline. <laughs> That's like the worst part. Actually, it's it's just about to come. Uh, okay, this next sentence okay. that it has is a uh, once the city established a high standard of accommodation for the newest new yorkers quote unquote and he cuts to the program were regarded as inhumane mayor adams's efforts to draw reasonable limits around migrants expectations have failed miserably as advocates and elected officials condemn time limits on shelter stays Mm -hmm. as human rights violations makes sense to me progress yeah (laughs) i guess you should just be able to kick them out into the streets Progressives latch on to proposed solutions that achieve nothing. Turning Floyd Bennett Field into a migrant housing center was hailed by Governor Hochul as a slam dunk. Yeah. Whatever. But migrants have refused to move there, and the Legal Aid Society calls the facility not humane. Yeah. Oh, we don't want to live in a a place that looks like the (laughs) opening to Scarface. Wow. (laughs) You know, just like a a chain-linked off, uh, like, tent city, I'm sure, is what it would be. Well, it's a place for all you guys. Yeah, I'll I'll take my chances. <laughs> yeah, so why can't we live in those empty hotels? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a bunch yeah. of empty fucking housing all over the place. Every single room has a bathroom in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that, here's the, uh, the thing, is that what sucks is New York Democrats, just in general. Just, I mean... Mm-hmm. Uh, Democrats suck. But it's like you have these opportunities where it's like, oh, now look at their progressive plans are so terrible and this and that. It's like, yeah, because it's coming from people like Kathy Hochul, who, I mean, isn't the greatest. And Eric Adams, he sucks. He's a fucking cop. Like, he sucks. (laughs) I'm no New Yorker, but he sucks. And like, and it's always problems. They have problems with these so-called progressives if they can so be if called they can so be called suck a dick dumb shit but like mm-hmm. <laughs> um these progressives not even progressives these liberals that fail because they're liberals like they just these these like oh yeah bad, just bad ideas like they just are like they take the good ideas where they could go in a progressive direction, anyone to the left of them in their party, and New York has, a, a, you know, some of those for sure. Um, and it's like, uh, and but, well, we can't go that far. Well, we can't go that far to the left. And then so they strike some weird balance to appear moderate, and then it fails. It falls on its ass because... You didn't go to what you find to be extreme. Some sort of, it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. because any sort of systemic change is already definitionally extreme in the United States, you know? Thinking outside the box in any way, that means you're extreme, whether it's to the left or to the right. So 
something that could work and maybe has worked in other places in the country or other places in the world where you're not going to go that far because it's too extreme for you. So then you cut a balance. It sucks. It falls on its ass. And then you lose to a Republican who gets to point out how bad of a job you did while never offering a better solution. Oh, it drives me crazy. Yeah, it is interesting to just thinking about like how other countries do it. And like <laughs> one time I was having this conversation with someone and like, you know, it can take a while for like ideas to like, for you know, for change, yeah. like for people to get used to it or whatever. And I'm like, but these are not new ideas. Other places already do it like this. Yeah. So are we just like stupid? Like, yeah, it's is like, that no, the problem we're just here? behind. Like, <laughs> we're just behind. Yeah. Like, so it's the like, one thing like, that Trump up. was right about all the time for the wrong reasons is how often mm-hmm. he said the world is laughing at us. And they do. Like, I an know. outsider perspective of America is insane. Like, we're just, we're just uh, dying left and right from preventable diseases and gunshot wounds. And, like, electing people like Donald Trump and George Santos, you know, and shooting ourselves in the foot, metaphorically and literally, over and over (laughs) Mm -hmm. again. And it's like uh, when we're just too proud to... Not being able to afford our rent or our education. (laughs) Supply and demand, you know? Like, just using that as, like, this, yeah, this, this stopper to a flood of stupidity <laughs> it's like well no that's just not how it works we we gotta have uh freedom and free markets and free people and that's why everyone can die in the street and we won't try anything that any of those socialist countries like canada will do because we're america yeah. we do it different yeah we do we do do things different we want to die some like things a are cowboy. good most of it <laughs> is the reasons the re you know are lead to the fact that we're <laughs> behind in education and healthcare outcomes and life expectancy mm-hmm. in uh crime in recidivism rates mm-hmm. in everything everything oh, we're not behind in crime and we're not behind in recidivism we lead the well, in terms of incarceration yes, you know rates. what i mean but yeah exactly <laughs> military spending out of this world yeah <laughs> like literally we have a space force we don't <laughs> it's out of this world <laughs> hey nice <laughs> nice <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah yeah it's the space force just tell me i'm good tell me that was good tell me- <laughs> <laughs> but space force like do you guys still exist <laughs> yeah exactly i can't believe that that uh just he could make that and now it's just permanently a thing it's always gonna be a thing we're gonna we look back down. at the space force shut it down and just yeah. be like why has this always been around thanks a lot puritans <laughs> Puritans of the early 21st century. <coughs> it's like a Futurama understanding of <laughs> yeah. history. Yeah, exactly. The Don't Ocho be late Bacar. for the mammoth hunt, dudes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and anyone who doesn't watch Futurama way, religiously is just like, Oh, how I wish I could believe or understand that. So, nice. what else does this guy have? Because okay. I'm just looking at right. his other the headlines to his mm-hmm. other articles. I bet. <laughs> I bet he's a he's a real gem. Uh, let's see. So 
this solution is not humane. Okay. Expedited work authorizations were supposed to solve the problem, but it turns out few migrants have applied for them. Why should they? New York is a sanctuary city, after all, and has always tolerated people working, quote-unquote, off the books. <laughs> Why sign up to pay taxes when you can yeah, work for cash States. and there's no penalty for doing so? Also, you know, you pay taxes when you buy things. I don't know if you ever heard of sales tax yeah. before. I guess I don't know if New York How has it. How about you give but, these uh, people homes and they can start paying property taxes, asshole? Yeah. <laughs> Mayor Adams and the rest of the city's elected leadership have begged the White House to cover the cost of housing the migrants, uh-huh. but the Biden administration's attitude is that this end of the mess is our responsibility. Yeah. And it... There goes that oh, centrist liberal bullshit between two liberals. Just causing more problems. And anyway, go for it. The the next sentence says, and it... Oh, that's why. He's not talking about... He's talking about the White House. Okay. Oh, the Biden administration. I thought he was talking about Biden specifically. I was like, oh, did he use like a different pronoun? That's funny. It. <laughs> I've met some people who use it pronouns, and I'm not... Hey, I mean, people can be called what they're called, but I... I don't particularly like using that as a pronoun. It seems really, really derogatory. Yeah. But uh, um, anyways, and it isn't wrong about that. Nobody forced New York to promise to house, feed and clothe the world's poor in the middle of the most desirable real estate on earth forever. Hey, um, which is actually I, I'm pretty sure if you live in New York, you did. I think you did promise <laughs> to do that. There's this there's this thing I you know what like I said like I'm not big old, I'm not really a New Yorker um, but uh let's see what is it what is called? it called was it a gift from those stinky baguette sw- baguette snarfing wine swilling cigarette smoking yeah. frenchies there's something that that, that uh that trans chick that's holding up a, <laughs> a torch <laughs> you know she's like holding Muscle holding mommy. her cut off yeah. penis uh up to uh-huh. the rest of the world um uh, mm-hmm. but i think there's something written there and it says give me your tired your poor your huddled masses yearning to breathe free the wretched refuse of your teeming shore send these the homeless <laughs> Tempest tossed to me, I lift my lamp beside the golden door. You know, and I just had to double check, but uh, that is in New York City. New York City. New York City. You know, Stephen Miller said uh, that poem was... (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much what he said. He's like, that was added after the fact, so it doesn't have anything to do with anything. Yeah, that was 1883. That's too recent. Yeah. We don't stand by that. And also, is it the most desirable real estate on earth? Get over yourself, Seth. Like, there are... Well, Have you ever heard of, like, and Dubai? It's, or, like... <laughs> I mean, if you're going by that, then if it's the most expensive per square foot, which it probably is, just overall, I mean, it's then it's, most, quote, unquote, the most desirable. It's the most demanded. The Vatican no. or something <laughs> is, like, the it's most expensive It's definitely not Dubai. Place. Fuck that. No, not but, the... Uh, or what is the place where the Vatican is? Vatican City. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Rome. Uh, <laughs> all right. Adams has the right idea in limiting shelter stays, but until the city ditches the outdated, quote-unquote, right-to-shelter requirement it has imposed on itself, the trend is totally unsustainable. And this final line is what really made us want to read <laughs> this article on here, because I just... <laughs> What a closer. What an opener and what a closer. Um, 
The old paradox has finally been realized. You can't have open borders in a welfare state without collapsing the system. (laughs) (laughs) That old paradox. It's like even saying that, like, you think it's going to, like, mirror you can't have your cake and eat it, too, or something like that, you know? Like, something closer to an actual paradox. But he's just trying to come up with things like lighting your bed on fire and <laughs> yes. wondering, you know, or like it's turning into a Marx Brothers movie. It's like uh, I, he's a moron. I oh, guess sorry. He's, he's a, a loser. loser. <laughs> what a yeah. loser. And this guy. So I guess he I mean, he writes for the New York Post, but he's definitely a, a New York writer. Um, talks about local things like that. But on in kind of a national setting and everything. Um, and I was just reading his other one, other headlines. New York City pays the criminals and arrests the cops. It's a world gone mad. Um, oh. <laughs> progressives have mm-hmm. eroded safety and fueled tragic cases of self-defense. Boy. Um, uh-huh. And this one caught my eye. And this is from, uh, what, eight months ago. April 10th, 2023, Seth Barron, this guy, or it's Baron, I doubt it, but you know that Seth typical uh, Guatemalan name, Seth, but uh, New York's disastrous rollout of legal weed is costing money and lives. <laughs> like, oh, oh my I God. mean, I'm sure that they fucked all sorts of things up, because like we're saying, just liberal rule over something, especially something like New York sure. City. You know how much I feel like if they actually, you know, with how much impact they can have too, I feel like the being the mayor of New York City is just as important as being like the president of the United States. <laughs> like that's such an insane sure. yeah. job. But um, But anyway, let's see. Oh, my gosh. The wording here. Here's a good one. The Sunday night murder inside a Harlem smoke shop near the corner corner of 125th Street and Malcolm X Boulevard. The second shooting in the mm-hmm. neighborhood in the last year. Oh, my gosh. Two shootings uh, in a year in a New York City neighborhood. Um, yeah. Oh, in America? Is a what? savage <laughs> reminder of the state's stupendously disastrous legalization of marijuana. It's hard to identify another policy rollout, what? even in the era of bail reform, that was so misconceived Ooh. and poorly executed. And I'm just waiting to, like, probably agree with this guy on something. It's just the way that he says it. It's like, how could this possibly be true? However you... F- yeah, he has doesn't really cite his sources. No. However you feel yeah. about the repeal of marijuana prohibition laws, New York went about it in an asinine manner. Instead of timing possession decriminalization to the licensed legalization of sales, the state embraced a Wild West approach, virtually eliminating the entire criminal code pertaining to marijuana overnight. Oh, my God. So they decriminalized it. So what? Yeah. How could that possibly what is be? That? It's like. And that people are just shooting each other? Yeah. More than they did <laughs> before? It's like, so... Because marijuana got legalized, that more people are not shooting? Not even legalized. Just, is that what It sounds saying? like decriminalized. Or, it's like, so yeah, possession is no longer against the law. And that's how things uh-huh. have gone here and there, depending on the state, depending on attorneys general. <laughs> you see how I did that? But, uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay, nerd. Things like that. I don't even know if that's right. The American people are tired of women. <laughs> I don't want to hear 
any more That's sass back right. from you. Go kill yourself. No. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, he's like, mm-hmm. Wild West, legalization, shootings. Our pets' heads are falling off! <laughs> <laughs> um, instead of nice. building in a speedy protocol to license the legal sale of pot, progressive state lawmakers, besotted by a woke vision of the, pure, oh, of the pursuit of equity, decided to reserve the first retail licenses for felons and other justice-involved individuals. Justice-involved. Legal marijuana would be, first and foremost, a vehicle for reparations. Which, (laughs) let's just take this at face value. Uh That sounds pretty sweet. Um, if they did it right, I mean, <laughs> I guess yeah, I feel it like is because kind the people of who were somehow most weird and racist, but yeah, reparations were black people, yeah, or just <laughs> reparations for those affected by the justice system in America. Like mm-hmm. that's great. That's a, an interesting idea where it's like, hey, all those people that were unjustly detained and had their lives completely run off track or ruined because they went to jail or prison, which can so easily happen, not only just going to prison, but having that completely ruin your life. It doesn't matter if you do your time. Your life is irreparably changed, no matter what. Like, you lose out so many opportunities from being there and because you have been there. And... uh, judging by how prison works in the United States and why the recidivism rate is so high, it doesn't help you while you're in there either. Even if everything else went fine. Makes it worse. Yeah, it's like you're, it doesn't help you as a person. But anyway, so it's like, I mean, taking uh, yeah, taking steps to be like, well, if we're going to legalize the sale of marijuana then we would give preference to those who had their lives affected by the unjust prohibition of marijuana. Like, let them, you know, have first dibs on something like that. That's an interesting idea. Who knows how they rolled it out. I'm no New Yorker, but Seth Baron is. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's see. Yeah, so Brooklyn Beep. Brooklyn Beep. Antonio Reynoso. I don't know what that. That's some. What, beep. Yeah, beep. <laughs> I don't know. I'm no uh, New Yorker. I'm not a New yeah, Yorker. I'm from Boston. <laughs> yeah. But Antonio mm-hmm. Reynoso complained in the city council that, quote, communities of color have long endured unjust hardships as a result of the criminalization of marijuana. Donovan Richards, mm-hmm. his Queens counterpart, remarked that, quote, the push to legalize marijuana must be driven by the need to replace arrests with economic and social opportunity and not a desire for revenue. That's a great way of looking at it. Be- and especially because yeah. it's like the revenue will come. We've all proven it. Like Colorado and Washington have had legal weed for over a decade mm-hmm. now. It, it, and oh, it's yeah. like, it, it, of course, it's awesome. it just <laughs> brings other political issues. Well, how... You know, maybe it didn't meet the target for these taxes or what's going on with this money. It's like, yeah, but it brought in billions of dollars. It's the way that it goes. Okay. It's just like we expected. It's like, so that's gone. It's going to come. You know, the money will come. How about, you know, they can, they're at a point where they can, you know, kind of change their outlook or their goals. You know, uh, I don't know how measurable they can be. Supply and demand. It's legal, can't you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, that's what I'm saying. Um, 
There's definitely a demand. Let's see. Yeah. Although it says, meanwhile, entrepreneurs decided to get ahead of the state's molasses slow licensing rollout. Hundreds of unlicensed smoke shops have sprung up around the city, illegally selling marijuana and even stronger drugs. Well, we're not talking about even stronger drugs, but it's funny. Is there a citation? Uh, No. But uh, but what's funny <laughs> is that I had, I mean, listening to Come Town, that I'll bring up again for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but they all live in New York City, and... and uh, Stav was talking about that on the show once it because they got a sponsor that sells uh delta eight um gummies oh, you yeah. know where mm-hmm. that's like legal in most states because it's like some weird workaround of the farm bill where if you just do delta eight thc it's not delta yeah. nine and so they get it from hemp they grow hemp they do that and suddenly it's legal but it's just like weed <laughs> and uh and so they're yeah. going over this sponsor he's like wait delta eight he's like that's the one right they're like yeah that's what we're selling right now and he's like man i knew it he's like because i went to my bodega and the guy's like hey well now we've got this delta nine he's like my bodega's just selling weed <laughs> he's like you can go in and get an egg sandwich and, and like a quarter ounce of weed Fuck, and yeah. they're just selling it there nice. so he's like i bet that's, that's true you can just go up and just start buying weed places but it's like yeah less capitalized I like individuals the dispensaries, it's nice yeah. but be nice if I could grab a sandwich at the same time. And that's the yeah, right. Um, but that's a problem too. Is like, you know, it's just the the bureaucratic weird licensing thing, licensing thing that is your issue here, right? And you've thing. alluded to it, and you know, suddenly they decriminalize it. So everyone's just like, well, I'm not going to wait for a license. What are they going to do? You know, bust me for possession? They could probably still bust you yeah. for selling it for selling unlicensed, it. Yeah. but um you know there's eight million people around and it's like i'm not gonna get everyone <laughs> yeah like i'm not selling it it's just sitting here <laughs> but uh but yeah let's see here having weed on open display isn't against the law the cops have to be present to witness a sale in order to issue a violation nice. even then it could take months and they probably to close got better one. things to yeah. do well <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like and now they would probably just do that and they're wasting all their time just to bust like some brown person you know uh and yeah. catch him in the act and then see if it can even work and they're gonna go to you know go to court and blah 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 but um oh my gosh one of the most lavish claims of the marijuana legalization movement aside from curing the horrors of so-called quote mass incarceration it's <laughs> like well uh-huh. Is mass incarceration not horrible? What are you talking about? Is it not? Yeah, is it not a bad thing, or is it, are you saying it's not happening? So-called mass incarceration, <laughs> if it can so be called, if this incarcerating so called. of the masses. <laughs> yeah, like, I wouldn't we're call the highest, that. We're, yeah. the, we're number one. You know, the United States. Oh yeah, that's another thing. I was talking we're to Sophia about that it's, the other you day. You know what that is? You know what that is comes from. Supply and demand. <laughs> because yeah. of the private prison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <You> no <know>, motive. <laughs> See, it's always been that the state treasury would get fat on all the taxes, but with more than a thousand stores operating illegally versus just a handful of licensed facilities, how much of this tax is even being collected? It's like, you're just mad, bro. You're mad, bro. Yeah. It's like, because if people are out there selling t-shirts bro? and not, 
you know, getting tax, you know, paying their taxes on it, and they're just selling T-shirts for cash or something. Oh my God! Technically, it's like, yeah, that's not legal. They don't have a permit or something, but you don't care that there's there's a big yeah. demand already for people buying weed. It's the same amount of people that were buying weed before. They're just buying that it and open. paying taxes on it because it was illegal. And so I don't understand. Oh, it, it's getting here right now. Also, wait, this motherfucker is absolutely one that if he had some work done on his house, if he could pay for it in cash and not have to pay more in taxes or work on his car, you know, like that, I'm sure he would do it. Who wouldn't? Any one of us would. I don't know if you've done that before, like, you know. Had to get my air conditioner fixed on my car one time. I was like, well, if I pay for it in cash, can it be yeah. cheaper? Because you don't have to put it on the I books mean, or whatever. I mean, I used to be a and... guy taking cash for <laughs> for stuff when we worked yeah. uh, uh, with uh, the mechanic stuff in a shop. And just being like, well, this is actually pretty quick. You just give me 30 bucks. I'll do it. And we just do it. And they're like, hey, thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't? Does this motherfucker Seth <laughs> think that every single thing that you do should have to go through like a system? Everyone's got to be paying their taxes on all of this no like he he's probably a right what winger a loser. and he hates he's taxes just a, exactly <laughs> so what is your point bro like i don't get it like so obviously you can go on and on about who's not paying their taxes but, but. what i don't get um <laughs> yeah oh man there's so much to this what i don't get is where how he's connecting this to rising crime but it's like so. Owing to the fact, <laughs> he'll connect it to a Marx Brothers movie. <laughs> yeah, he's next. like <laughs> he's like doing this without you know decriminalizing, without rolling out the licenses, is like setting your bed on fire and wondering why you died of smoke inhalation <laughs> in your sleep. <laughs> but, like the old like, adage what's says, this guy yeah. in burning mattresses. <laughs> he's like, I don't have a problem. And my mattresses are clean. I just like burning them sometimes. um, I have nothing to be ashamed of. But yeah, so it says, uh, yeah, because they're cash and carry, sharp rise in robberies targeting illegal smoke shops. It's like, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, that, of course, that could happen, you know, and people don't have their licenses. And so they don't have a good brick and mortar place. There's no security and stuff. an increase in that kind of crime happening and it's like but well, it's like yeah because those didn't exist before yeah so it says they didn't they sell doubled marijuana. like their violent <laughs> robberies it's like yeah because before when someone you know um was robbed of their weed you know violently with a gun did you count it as a robbery they call? because it, yeah. it wasn't you know, you wouldn't call it larceny if they went in and stole a pound of cocaine, right? I'm not sure how that works. It's like because you're not stealing. I guess you're stealing it's like, illegal. Is goods. it a felony? Because it's definitely worth something. It's got yeah, some, but you it's know, not a legal good. I, I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know how that works. I would think that you wouldn't call it. You would just be engaging in some other kind of criminal activity, yeah. not robbing someone robbing someone of their illegal <laughs> they're criminals and rapists uh, yeah. that was way too loud <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but and it's funny um oh geez well see oh my god so then he's just like uh-huh they seem powerless to do anything to stop the prolif prolifer 
proliferation of illegal weed stores, much less the violence and criminality they appear to attract. The Sunday murder in Harlem wasn't even part of a robbery of the store, which was evidently just a convenient place for an execution. So why the fuck did you bring it up? They weren't robbing the store. What's the connection oh my here, God. dude? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he's just like, because there are is weed, people are going crazy and shooting each other in front of a weed store. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with it, but I think it might, actually, when I say it together like oh this. Oh, my gosh. I want to get to the end here, but... What's funny, Mayor Adams has shrugged his shoulders and demanded action from Albany. This cannabis stuff is a real problem, he fumed in February. I'm assuming that's what Eric Adams sounds like. No. (laughs) But uh, um, he fumed, complaining that $250 fines for selling illegal smoke is laughed off by store owners as a cost of doing business. Wow, interesting take. It's almost like just... Uh, penalties that companies can absorb uh, are just part of the cost of doing business. Now, let's take a macro look at that. <laughs> like, this, that happens with much worse issues, environmental disasters, unsafe work conditions, mm-hmm. monopolistic practices. The companies get fined a laughable amount compared to what they're making. And it's literally, it's not even a penalty. It's just a fee for doing business to continue doing. You already made all the money. So then you just, it's part mm-hmm. of your overhead paying fees and fines. Part of your overhead. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like legit though. I mean, it is. If you want to talk about cost of doing business, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> You know, the city of Chicago, I think, uh, was it Chicago, sets aside a certain amount of money to just deal with all of the complaints that they get and all the um, For police. lawsuits they have to settle with people. Uh. Yes, that people that um, like sue them for, uh, like, uh, what is it called when like the police beat the shit out of you or whatever? Police brutality. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, there's maybe some other oh, words okay. for like uh, over like officer o- like force, involved like uh, incidents force. of yeah. Uh, yeah. deadly force unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, or even if you don't kill yeah, someone, no. you know, just like uh, yeah, so that's like a part of their doing business. The uh, they doing just set business. it aside as part of their tax money going to yeah. pay back these taxpayers and then, for stuff that and they And you want to keep that up so that you get the same budget next year. You know? It's like, we've got another $8,000 to spend. How are we going to get a new copier and let's beat up a couple of homeless Go people? Go kill that kid! Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but New York's... <laughs> it's not even the end Nothing of this. Nothing without but, pizza. <laughs> but New York's problems are so entrenched that it's not clear restoring the anti-crime squad as a plainclothes clo- plain force would even make much difference anymore. The forces of disorder and acolytes of chaos occupy the halls of power and are in charge of making law and prosecuting its violation. This is who we have elected. And until we decide we've had enough, they will keep doing what they have promised they would do. <laughs> like, Bro. I wonder what people have to say what? say the uh in the comments here. Yeah, there we go. Um they're trying to keep the price up artificially so they can rake in more tax money. Licenses should be easy to get and limitless. Also, there should be testing for adulterants, chemicals, and mold. The state can rake in on that aspect. 
the price will drop as it should. It's an herb, and it's as easy to grow as tomatoes. Everybody should be able to get a license if they comply with state laws. This shooting looked personal, and even before legalization, these smoke shops in Harlem had shootings. Looks personal, not political or pot-related. <laughs> That's the number one comment. They're like, come on, bro. It's not that yeah. The number two comment? So the point of you want to see what the number two comment is? Something unhinged. Uh, in italics, this comment violated our policy. <laughs> Oh yeah. Eesh. Oh boy. Something something about the culture. Yeah. yeah. But uh yeah. Um yeah, I wanna kinda I'm gonna look through this guy's stuff later. Um Yeah. Gun violence. The, <laughs> the yeah. battle between the Tweedledum and Tweedledee of New York City Democrat high boomerism. <laughs> Ooh, Why don't you say Tweedledee and Tweedledum? That's exactly what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, you're such a loser. <laughs> um, yeah, the thing that got me about this guy, like this uh, migrant crisis, we can't house people here and like people demanding food and people needing a place to stay <laughs> and all these people that supposedly had these unthinkable horrors and blah, 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 blah. like that attitude what a fucking loser this guy is like legitimately loser. it's like like it's really interesting like how you're saying like the statue of liberty like that right there seems to me like that's like what america could yeah. be something really really cool and special but you know what who we are instead we're the only country that votes no on a resolution on the right to food yeah. that was put out by you know the united nations <laughs> like that's who we are like we don't really like it's a real it's a bummer man bummer, I, I feel yeah. like that people are just like really not yeah. caring like the hand of the market or whatever it is like where it makes us just like the attitude is so harsh like this to be like why should we have to help these yeah. people it's like so what and that only gets so what should you do only, you know ferments that only gets worse as it as life and survival under capitalism becomes more difficult for everyone, it's only easier for so many people to slip into that. It's like, geez, my life's hard enough. You know, even if it's someone's life is harder, it's like, ah, well, I got to be helping other people now. I can't even go to the dentist, yeah. you know, like I can't even, I don't even have time to think about this. You know, I have a I have a yeah. kid with uh you know that needs medication and I'm working two jobs. She needs some and, cat ear medicine. Yeah, I just <laughs> swallowed a dog food lid. <laughs> but capitalist production is not simply a technical process. It is also a social process. Workers are neither machines nor commodities, but rather active human beings who participate in production with the aim of satisfying their personal and social needs. The central problem of the employer is to erect a set of social relationships and organizational forms, both within the enterprise and, if possible, in society at large, that will channel these aims into the production and expropriation of surplus value. Thus, as a social process, capitalist production is inherently antagonistic and always potentially explosive. It's always the money. Mm. It's forming society so that society can form around you making more money for someone else. Not worrying Eesh. about other people 
just doing what your dear authoritarian leader uh, in terms of whatever corporate structure you work on under somehow so that they can make more money so that you can barely survive. Fuck what other people are doing. Yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty grim. Yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone uh, uh, read yeah. the absolute classic from 1978, Banger. Schooling in Capitalist America, Educational Reform and the Contradictions of Economic Life. Um, yeah. All I'll say is also read the Earth's Children series and Ayla, you know, she's mm-hmm. the hero of my life. Uh, she she the best. I'm on my, the last book and I'm going to be really, really sad to see it go. And I often think about what she would think about our society we live in a society things like this this <laughs> we do not we live in an economy <laughs> yeah, but true. uh that's uh but really mm, weird really? no that's kind of what what <laughs> uh, what i was just uh, reading in exactly. there that's true like what she would think about this guy seth ayla would be just like shocked like it's hard for her to feel disgust mm. too much with people because she's like very just like kind Willing in such like a deep way. But humanity. To, yeah. She's really she's amazing. She's the best. But to be she would just be shocked that anyone could think like this guy saying, like, what do we owe yeah. these people? Be like, how can you say that? Like people won't survive without our help. Like we need to do what we can. <sighs> and uh I th- I think of her often and I think of yeah, just is this what we're building towards? Making it so mine is mine and you can do whatever you can do or whatever. I don't just, just fucking don't talk to me or get yeah. out of my space. Or actively, that's like the nicest way you could do it. Like libertarian kind of where they're just like actively being like, don't help these yeah. people. people. Make it like illegal it to help these people. It makes me uncomfortable for us to be helping people. Yeah. And I don't yeah. like being uncomfortable. Eesh. Yeah, it's like, uh, I mean, you see all these disgusting, depraved takes on Israel-Palestine and the complete lack of humanity that they see in people. And then it's like, mm. oh, yeah, why why am I still surprised people act that way about, like, people, but about people in need at our doorstep, people that they can see out their window, people that they'll tell to their face— yeah. That they're not worth anything as a human being, let alone worth help. Yeah. It's like, of course, they don't care about people on the other side of the world dying. Anyway. Uh, on that yeah. note, guys, we love Dog you. Is, he's, he's the real deal. Yeah, I love you. For sure. Shout out. Uh, do something. Funny. No, it's already too long. We'll leave you. Put in the comments what you think of what uh, what the world should be like. <laughs> Write me your description of a utopia. Because when I think of what Ayla would just be shocked at okay. the war. I'll just honestly. leave. Like people die. People we'll do something people funnier. Dying. Leave you with food for thought. It, if it's bad oh. to call people R-worded. Because they can be mentally disabled. Is it so bad to call women cunts because they actually are being a fucking bitch sometimes? (laughs) 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 That was my thought. Anyway. I like it. All right. I I love you. It's called subverting expectations. Mm -hmm. Shout out Aaron Brown. Shout out Wendy. Shout out Kelsey. Emily. Zach. Zach. Vanita. Better Ryan, everyone, just a provider. Thanks for hanging on with me here. Love you. 
Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> doot, doot. <laughs>